Hello, friends. This is your host of the Leader in She podcast, Jen Schultz. I am a wife, mom, sister, daughter, educator, and health coach. I am a leader, and so are you. Welcome to this week's episode of the Leader in She podcast, a place where leaders in every walk of life come together to hear real-world ideas, strategies, and thoughts on how to be the best leader that empowers and inspires those around you. Together, we work to celebrate, share our struggles, and collaborate as we send out our positive ripple into the world. Every week, we like to start with a quote to get our minds ready for the learning that we're about to do. And this week, it comes from Maya Angelou. She says this, when we know better, we do better. I always chuckle a little bit when I get to talk to people about what I do. So in education and in coaching, there are many times where people ask me to tell a little bit about myself. And of course, I share the usual. I'm a mom, a teacher, a coach. I love chocolate, right? All of these things. But one of the things I always share is that I actually enjoy change. And when I say that, people always kind of look at me like I'm a little crazy. And then I feel I need to clarify because I don't just enjoy change for the sake of change for craziness, but I find change very energizing and invigorating. And yes, it's hard and it requires work, but I always look at change as an opportunity to improve and to grow. And so when I think of our roles as leaders, it's really, really important to change. One thing that always stays the same is our goal or our passion. So when I think about my teaching career, it has been full of so many changes. When I started, I started in a K2 special education classroom. I switched districts, went to a high school special education classroom. And at that time, teaching was There was lots of pink slips going out and you really didn't know if you had a job and it was solely based on seniority and it was kind of a crazy time. So I was grateful to be placed wherever I was. And through that time, I taught kindergarten, I taught middle school social studies. I was kind of all over the place and it would have been very easy for me during that time to whine, complain, to be unhappy because I wasn't in my ideal position. Luckily, The goal was always the same, and that's my passion for working with kids and helping others to improve. And it didn't matter whether I was with the youngest of kids or the oldest of kids, I always was able to do that. And so embracing that change and that opportunity to learn, to grow, and to evolve, and to let those opportunities bless my life really has led me to be the type of leader that I am. So you probably have read or seen this quote where it says, stay focused on the goal, be flexible about the methods on how to get to the goal, but never change the goal. Or one of my other favorites, if plan A doesn't work, there are still 25 other letters of the alphabet, meaning this, It's so important to stay focused on the goal, but be open to the change and the opportunities that maybe might help you get to that goal, which is why I'm so, so excited today to talk to you about a book that I'm reading. And I'm going to share a little bit from the first chapter because I really believe as leaders, this is a book that every leader must have. It is like a must. It has to be in your library. In fact, I just 
emailed a team of administrators that I work with and said, you all need to read this book. Like it's so, so good. It comes from John Maxwell. And if you've listened to me talk, you know, I really love all things John Maxwell. I don't know that he has a not good book on leadership. He's been in leadership for decades and is really one of the leaders in the leadership frontier. And this book is exceptional and it's called Leader Shift, S-H-I-F-T. And it talks about the changes that every leader must embrace. And I love that he said the word embrace. And so today I want to talk to you a little bit about some of his work from this book, share some of his tips and weave in some of my experiences to help us to understand the power of change, why that is so essential as leaders, and how that can make us be even better leaders, which is really always our goal. So when we think about change, human nature really is to just want us to stay comfortable and to stay in our place and to be content. And we talked about this a little bit last week when we talked about Jim Collins' work and going from good to great. And if we can't grow or change or embrace that, it's very easy to stay complacent or content. So as leaders, it's important to make these leader shifts. And I love how Maxwell actually defined leader shift as this. And I want to read this to you from his book. So if you hear me flipping through the book, that's because I have it marked up and highlighted and notes on the side. And there's just some good stuff that I really want you to hear so that it can inspire you in your leadership leadership journey. So leader shifting is the ability and the willingness to make a leadership change that will positively enhance organizational and personal growth. And I love that because it's talking about positively enhancing growth, right? It goes back to Carol Dweck's work of growth mindset and how we need to be growing and learning. And he shares about adaptability and how that is such a crucial skill for leaders, how leaders have to change and adapt. They can't stay static or stuck because the world around us isn't static or stuck, right? We need to constantly be evolving and growing and learning. And one of my favorite, favorite things that he shares in this book, he talks about conformity, right? Just conforming and staying or or doing what we think we're supposed to or fitting inside this box and, and just kind of blending in. And that's never really been one of my jams anyways, but I love that we have this affirmation that blending in is is not what we're here to be doing. So listen, listen to this part of his book that reads like this. It says, conformity is the negative quality of blending in, becoming average, refusing to stand out or capitalize on one's uniqueness. Adaptability is the positive quality of being able to sense the shift in wind direction and proactively adjust one's course to take advantage of that wind shift, while conformity is a weakness based upon fear of rejection. Adaptability is a strength based upon confidence in oneself, in one's own judgment and abilities. Oh, isn't that so awesome? How many times have we as leaders or have the leaders around us conformed or shrunk back because things were uncertain or we wanted to just be safe or content? It's 
So important that as leaders that we need to learn to become comfortable with being uncomfortable and uncertain. And we constantly have to be growing and shifting and changing. We can't be the same and think the same and just always be stuck in the same if we want to be successful in a world and a community and an environment around us that's never staying the same, right? What we did two weeks ago might not work today. We may, we have to evolve. We have to change. So as leaders, it's going to be messy. It's going to be ugly. It might be uncomfortable, but it's important to learn, to fail forward, to grow in that process and to embrace that change. That doesn't mean that it might not give you a little bit of anxiety or, or stress. I laugh because when I say I love change, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like when I say I love working out, like I don't really love the hurt of working out or talking myself into working out or how I feel during it, but I love how I feel afterwards. And I know it's important to do that, right? So change is kind of like that. Like it's sort of this love-hate relationship, but it's so important. Philip Brooks um, is an author, actually wrote the hymn, Oh, Little Town of Bethlehem. And Maxwell quoted some of his, his work here. And it's so true. It says this, it says, sad will be the day for every man when he becomes absolutely contented with the life he is living, with the thoughts that he is thinking, with the deeds he is doing, when there is not forever beating at the doors of his soul, some great desire to do something larger, which he knows he was meant and made to do. And I read that and I was like, oh my goodness. I literally felt like they were speaking to me. Like how many times do you just feel in your heart and your soul, like there's something more, something different, something bigger that you're meant to be doing, but fear and our perceptions of others just push us down or hold us back. Or we're like, eh, what I'm doing now is working and I'm very content and life is good, right? So why challenge status quo? And we need to, as leaders, we need to, because it's so important. So how, how do we do this? So Maxwell talks about seven ways to shift in leadership. And I'm just going to touch on them really briefly. And again, I really, really encourage you to go check out this book. No, he's not paying me to say this. I wish he was, but, um, go check out this book or any of his work because it's, it's powerful stuff. So one of the first things he talks about is continually learning, unlearning and relearning. And I love this because I think as we grow as leaders, we learn something and then it doesn't work anymore, right? And so then we have to unlearn what we've learned and relearn something new. I mean, if you think about the world of technology, where would Apple be today? If they have been doing things the way that they did in 1990, right? Apple's always at the forefront of bringing on new things, the new technology and learning. And if they were stuck and refused to change and did things the way they did in the 90s, they would be absolute, non-existent. So it's no different in our field of leadership. Now, it doesn't matter whether you are the leader of your home, the leader of your classroom, the leader of your team, the leader of your organization, of your school. It doesn't matter where you are or just the leader of your own life, right? So it's important to continue to learn new things and to reflect on that. The second things he talks about is value in yesterday, but living in today. And 
while we can celebrate what we did well yesterday, yesterday's be behind us. So whether it was good, bad, or indifferent, today is a new day. Today stands on its own. Today is a fresh start. So we have the power to make today whatever it is. And no matter how amazing you were yesterday, every day is an opportunity to be just a little bit better. So it's so, so important to continue to move forward, to continue thriving, to continue to push yourself. Number three, he says, is to rely on speed, but really to thrive on timing. And he talks in this section about why timing is so important as leaders. As leaders, we need to be proactive, thinking ahead, right? He says this, when the leader sees the bandwagon, it's too late to lead, right? So how many times do we like see this bandwagon of everybody doing this and then we jump on? If we're jumping on bandwagons as leaders, it's too late. Like We need to be leading the pack, thinking creatively, forefront, and really focusing on that timing, seizing the opportunities. And that means it's going to be uncertain and unclear, right? Which goes back to the whole embracing that part of being uncomfortable and knowing that that's an essential skill that as leaders we need to do. The fourth one he talks about is seeing the big picture as the big picture gets bigger. Maxwell really believes, and I wholeheartedly agree with him, that everything rises and falls on leadership. So as leaders, it is so important that we are able to look at the big picture and be okay with learning and growing as we go and feeling forward, right? So it's so important that while we're in it, we can still see the bigger picture, but also be in it and be moving forward as we're going. The next one he talks about living in today, but thinking about tomorrow. So just as we can't live in yesterday, right? Yesterday happened. We need to move forward. We also need to live in today, but we do have to be proactive and action oriented. And while we can't forget about where we are and just only focus on the future, we do have to think about what we want to attract. So I want you to think about when maybe this has happened to you, when you look for a car. And I know this has happened to me. I wanted to buy a Jeep, buy a Jeep. And we have a couple people in our neighborhood that have different color Jeeps. And I did not want to have the same color as them. So we have friends that had a black Jeep, a red Jeep, and a white Jeep. And I was like, I did not want to have the same color as them. I know that sounds weird, but I'm kind of weird. So I fell in love with this dark silver Jeep. And I'm like, this is it. It had everything I wanted. Nobody I knew had that color. I was so, so excited. And you know where I'm going with this. What happened when I bought that Jeep? I started to see that Jeep color everywhere. There was two other people in our neighborhood that had it. In fact, a parent of one of my students, so how I missed that, I didn't know. I started to see it on the highway. I passed it all over town. People I didn't know. All of a sudden, I started to see not only a ton more Jeeps, but a ton more Jeeps that color. What we focus on is what we attract, what we notice, right? So just like when I started to focus on my dark silver Jeep, and I started to see it more, the same is true in our leadership. So we have to be aware 
and to think about what we want to focus on. So if you go into your leadership role and you're focusing on the negative, the lack of resources, and you've got a lack mindset, what do you think you're going to see? right? But if you focus on the positive, the skills that your team can bring, the skills you want to bring to your team, the people you want to attract to your team, the qualities that make up your team, being forward thinking, those are the things that you are going to attract. So as you are doing this and thinking forward, be intentional about your thoughts and what you want to attract. The next one is so powerful. It says, move forward courageously in the midst of uncertainty. And I need to read this again because it's so powerful. Maxwell says this, life expands or shrinks in proportion to our courage. When leaders fail to make necessary leadership because of fear or uncertainty, it only increases their fear, which results in frustration. The greater the inaction of the leaders, the more opportunities they lose because opportunities are always surrounded by uncertainty. All good things include uncertainty and overcoming uncertainty requires courage. Oh my goodness, that is so powerful. Think about history. Think about all of the things in history that started with one step one single act of courage, Rosa Parks making the decision to stay seated on the bus, right? All of these things and the ripple effect and the domino effect that happens when one person makes a courageous decision. So as leaders, it's so important to be courageous, even though it's uncertain. I think about where I have grown in my leadership skills. And I've always been, if you don't know me, I have always been kind of a rule follower. I still am a little bit. I don't like people to be upset. I'm definitely a people pleaser. And I really just thought I was supposed to fit into this box of what I was supposed to do, right? I, I love education and I love teaching. But if I'm if I'm being totally honest, I also love the idea that it's this very like respectable job and I can go in and, you know, I'm, I'm doing this, this work and it fits in this box of what I, I should be doing with my life. And I love that, but I also need to know that as a teacher, as an educational leader, there are times that I need to step up and advocate and say things and do things that might not fit into the old school box of what should or shouldn't happen. And it always goes back to, again, that goal, right? What's best for my students. It always has to be student-centered. But I think of so many times in this field that we do things that are uncertain. I, you know, I took a sabbatical this year so I could learn more in my leadership role and take some admin classes. I don't know if I will become a principal or not. I don't know if, um, you know, that was a scary decision to, to, to do that, to take that leap, to give up some financial stability, to grow and to embrace that. You know, my health and fitness business, when I decided to jump in on that, I have no 
clue about business. Not a clue. I am passionate about health and fitness. I'm passionate about helping people. Um, I don't like showing up on social media. I've never shared a selfie before this, and now I do it all the time. Same with this podcasting. I have, I'm literally sitting here in my office with stuff all over in my pajamas, talking on my phone. I don't have a podcast microphone yet. I still mess up on my words. I still don't really know what I'm doing and podcasting, but I'm showing up and I'm doing it anyways, because it brings opportunities just from podcasting. I was able to talk to several people. There's some other women that are out there podcasting. Um, fear nothing, fear always listen to that podcast. I was able, I've been able to connect with her and talk to her. And it's been awesome to really collaborate with other women across the country that had I not done this, I may not have that great conversation. So I got to give a shout out to her. And it all is about moving forward and being courageous, even though you're uncertain. The last one I want to talk about today is that Maxwell says number seven is realize that today's best will not meet tomorrow's challenges. And so again, your work today, it's so important to be a little bit better each day than what we were yesterday, but you're going to do good things today, amazing things. And the hard part is tomorrow, we're going to ask you to do better. We're going to stretch you a little bit more. What you're doing today, you're good enough today, isn't going to be the good enough tomorrow. So as leaders, it's important to change, evolve, grow, reflect. We need to ask ourselves how we can be better leaders by doing these things. We need to learn something new. When was the last time that you learned something for the very first time? Something different. When's the last time you did something different? When's the last time you found something a little bit better or the last time you tried something a little bit bigger? We have to keep this in mind. We all can improve in everything that we do. Every day, we have new opportunities for improvement to change, to evolve, and to grow. But as leaders, if we sit back and we're like, we're doing good things, let's just keep doing what we're doing, which we need to, but if that's all we're doing, if that's all we're doing is staying content and doing status quo just because that's the way we've always done it or it's always worked, we are not growing as leaders. We're not stretching ourselves. And if we're not growing as leaders, the people around us are not growing. We're not inspiring and empowering them. And here's the thing, wherever you are, it's our duty as leaders to grow. It's our duty to embrace change. It's our duty to look at what's working, to figure out how we can do that even better. And it's also important to be honest with what's not working, to be open to learning a new way. And that might mean that our way isn't the way to do it anymore. And as leaders, sometimes that's hard, right? Because we've got this thing called pride that gets in the way and we have to be open to that. We have to be open to the fact that when we change and evolve and grow, it might be different from how we're doing it. Somebody else might have a better way. And if we can embrace that and collaborate and work together and be okay with failing forward and not being perfect and not being 100% sure that it's going to work out, but knowing that the process of moving forward and embracing that change together 
we're going to ultimately be better leaders regardless that we need to do it, we can do it. So I want you to think about the areas in which you can embrace that change. What's something that you can do that's going to help to grow you, that's going to help to inspire those around you? Maybe that means you're getting a little bit vulnerable. Maybe that means that you are going to fail, that you're going to make mistakes, right? I want you to try to do that. I want you to purposely create a little bit of tension in your life, not stress, not um, something that drives you crazy, but I want you to ask yourself, is this the best I can do today? Am I getting better? Am I inspiring those around me to be better? What change can I make? And when you wake up and you jump out of bed and your feet hit the floor in the morning, when you're tired and when you're groggy and you're feeling overwhelmed and maybe your toddler kept you up all night or maybe your spouse is snoring or maybe you've got a big project, I don't know what it is, but I want you to remember this. You are put here for a reason and that is to make this world a little brighter and a little better and you can do that with your courageous actions to move forward and to embrace that change in your leadership role. So think about that. Share this with a colleague. Share this with your friends. Um, Message me if you have any questions, concerns, or any other content that you would love to hear on this. Go pick out that book, Leader Shift. There's also a great um, podcast where Rachel Hollis interviewed Maxwell. It was so good. It actually inspired me to go get the book. And As always, if you have not heard this today, you need to know and believe and feel this. You are so very, very loved. You are so incredibly important, very appreciated, and you matter. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.